Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Skift India Travel Podcast. Today's guest is from the world of travel and technology. We are thrilled to have Alok Vajpayee, the CEO and co-founder of Ixigo with us today. Welcome Alok. Thanks for having me on the show, Peden. Thank you, Alok. And um, let's dive right in. Uh, Alok, your recent viral post about pleasing a decathlon uh, staff member highlighted the importance of treating employees well, right? So uh, how does Ixigo ensure the retention and growth of its employees and how does this impact your customer satisfaction? So, um, you know, I think one of the uh, key reasons why uh, we are able to deliver the level of customer experience we are able to deliver today is because uh, we have built a culture where each and every XCGM, as we call them, our employees, uh, actually has a level of ownership and empathy for the customer that transcends doing a regular job, right? And I think um, this cultural trait has been built. If you look at our story, Xigo story is very unique. We started out uh, you know, in a bootstrapped way for the first five years, um, we raised some capital, but we were not, uh, we were not, you know, let's say extremely well capitalized in the early years. Um, and we were very frugal in how we built the company over the first decade, uh, largely relying on product led growth, uh, organic word of mouth led growth, uh, and discovered true product market fit, uh, in areas by actually launching unique features and services and serving our customers well. Now, the way the company got built, the kind of attention and time we ended up spending on uh, product experience, user experience, and customer experience across the entire team uh, was disproportionately higher than any, anything else, right? Um, and and even today, I think uh, each and every XCGM, whether they work in product, tech, design, marketing, customer experience, sales, support, um, has a certain level of empathy for every customer issue out there that uh, that comes to our notice, right? And we've, we've kind of encouraged that right from the top. And you can see it from the leadership themselves being available on Twitter and LinkedIn and actually responding to customers uh, right till the point of like during COVID, taking some extreme steps like refunding all our customers before we got the money back from some of the suppliers, right? Um, uh, taking a huge risk on our balance sheet just to make sure our customers get their refunds on time. I think those are some of the things we did over time to also demonstrate how much empathy we have for our customers, right? So I think those actions speak louder than words or, um, you know, whatever I tell you is actually evident in what all we have done in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, Alok, also, the, you know, the, there was a recent Videk report that spoke about the fact that uh, the OTA market accounts for only 25% of the Indian travel market. How, mm -hmm. do, you, how do you see this, uh, foresee this market growing in the years to come? And uh, what role does Ixigo plan to, uh, you know, uh, play in this expansion? Of course, uh, you announced this week that you closed your sixth consecutive EBITDA profitable quarter at Ixigo. And uh, the revenue, I think, last quarter has also gone up six times of your pre-COVID levels, right? That's right. 
That's right. So um, I, I think uh, if you look at India, you know, in the context of, um, you know, where we are in the journey of uh, online travel, right? And and obviously, online travel is how commerce online started in India about a decade and a half back with the OTAs, the LCCs, IRCTC, etc. Um, and then players like us uh, and others, I think, I think we're still in our infancy as a market in many categories, right? Like, and I I can walk through each of the categories just to demonstrate that. Um, if you look at a category like uh, trains or buses, right? Um, you know, even though reserved train travel is penetrated to the extent of more than 80% being booked online, if you look at unreserved where 20 million people travel every day, um, most of that, I mean, uh, I would say um, close to 96, 97% of that is being done all offline today, right? Um, if you look at buses, uh, again, the penetration is sub 20% uh, in terms of online bus ticketing as a percentage of the overall market. Um, if you look at hotels, right, again, uh, sub 20% penetration. Uh, flights, has a higher penetration for sure, uh, you know, 55-60%. Uh, but again, uh, and that's mostly OTA, 55-60%. to 60%, And then there's some airline direct on top of that. But again, the reason there is that flights has the most evolved and most internet savvy customer base, right? Um, and, and I think if you look in aggregate, right, across these categories, and then you can layer other categories like intercity cabs and uh, packages and other things where the penetration drops off even more. Um, I think in aggregate, we come up with that 25% of the overall travel market being transacted through OTAs, right? And um, so in certain categories, that penetration is higher, largely in flights, right? And that penetration may be pretty high today. But in other categories, there is still a lot of groundwork. Uh, to be done to bring the customer online and to build that trust and to uh, build the entire supply, um, get the right kind of supply online. And a large part of it has to do with how the tier two, three, four markets, uh, the the users from the next billion user category, as we say, or uh, emerging India, India too, there are many nomenclatures for that. But essentially, we want those people who come from the middle class, Right, to start buying travel online across these categories. Um, yeah, that but are, are they already doing it? I think it's they're already doing it, but it's about getting into deeper into uh, the smaller cities as well, right? Yeah, so I think uh, if you look at, uh, and there, there was surveys around how the household split in the country is, right? If you look at the mm -hmm. middle class definition of, let's say, uh, income of 5 lakh to 30 lakh a year, right? Uh, approximately 30% of the households in the country fall in that, right? And they mm -hmm. they constitute almost 50% of the entire income in the country, almost 50, 48% of the expenditure. Now, that segment, uh, because above that segment is people who are, uh, whose propensity it is to actually fly, right? Like, and then you look at the middle class, you look at the aspiring middle class, which is the next segment below that in the pyramid, which is even bigger, which is almost 52% of the households, right? Now there, those people have not still started spending on leisure. So middle class, I agree with you that, you know, 
many of those people may already be online the frequency of travel might not be very high yet but uh, you know they are going online to at least check the prices even if they are booking offline in categories like hotels and packages you know we see that behavior as well um, mm-hmm. but the real unlock for india will come when you go one level deeper the people who today earn between 1.25 lakhs and 5 lakhs but who are going to get into this 5 to 30 lakh bracket in the next 10 years right i think that's where the real unlock for india will happen when those people come into the uh, the aspirers come into the middle class and start spending more on uh, leisure travel right which today today their travel spend is utilitarian it's largely mm-hmm. spent on going back to where their family is going to the city where they work mm-hmm. um, and so it shows But up look, in- these people are also these people are also probably already using otas but probably not for not for air travel but i think the these people would be using for bus and train travel of course something that you know the otas have really uh, managed to get into and now i see a lot of people uh, you know because of course booking through irctc is a tedious process so they would rather book it with the irctc username and password they would rather book it through an on ota so the opportunity is to uh, you know like bring them from bus and train to a flight booking right absolutely absolutely so i think uh, if you look at our story right and our thesis so we started looking at the train travel market back in 2013 uh, and it was based on a very simple insight that though they were uh, though there was irctc who was offering train bookings online uh but there were a multitude of pain areas for train travelers which no one was solving for and we kind of went in and solved for everything from pnr status prediction to uh train running status using crowdsourced location of our users to tell where the train is to uh solving for uh you know where your seat will be on the train where your coach will be on the train um you know which platform is it going to come on and multitude of issues that train travelers face now by solving for those we were able to build a very large presence on the train side and over time we then shifted gears to become an ota uh, you know which is a more recent phenomena uh, last 5 years we've been uh, selling last 6 years almost we've been selling train tickets and then um, you know became an ota on flights thereafter now the reason why we got excited about the category was very simple that i think most of the otas in india were copying the western template of building for flights and hotels but the realization dawned upon us that almost 93% of indians have never stepped inside an airport in their life right and for an average indian travel means getting on a train and bus and not getting on a flight because they cannot afford Absolutely. one uh, either they, either they cannot afford it or the, no matter how low cost the low cost carriers may be but of course tra- yes. flight travel is still not very affordable for a large part of the population right it is not and and the numbers reflected only 400000 people take a flight in india every day uh, whereas you know 22 million people take a train every day in india right out of which close to 2 million take a reserved train so even just reserved to flight there's a 5x uh, difference in in the number of passengers you can address uh, so that realization dawned upon us 10 years ago and we said look if we want to win travel in india we cannot afford to not win uh the train traveler because the same traveler is going to evolve into booking flights the moment there is connectivity the moment his per capita income improves the moment 
you know the price delta between a train and flight is not very large and these things are happening right so per capita income the moment it hits a 4000 5000 dollar gdp per capita mark which is likely to happen by 2030 uh you we will see more discretionary income going into travel right it's a, it's happened everywhere else in the world like china and you know southeast asia uh, why will it not happen here um uh, and when that happens that same person will get on a flight with his family uh, or her family and uh, they will buy a hotel online and i think what the point i'm making is we are still very early in this market right um it sounds counterintuitive because otas have been around for 15 years but the market is still 10 years away from where uh the real unlock for uh discretionary income flowing into travel is likely to happen and maybe 10 is a long time it could be 6 to 7 years when it starts to happen uh but it's still that far away yeah and when it happens you want to make sure that you are their go to platform right that's right in in our uh, you know recent discussions alok you've mentioned about exploring this potential revenue stream like packages and tours as well of course like you mentioned you know from uh, rail train to uh, flight bookings hotels and now packages and tours can you elaborate on how ixigo plans to diversify and what uh, you know travelers can expect from these offerings yeah so i think uh... Uh, the first thing we are doing is we are partnering with the uh, IRCTC to offer uh, rail tourism packages uh, you know in in our uh, exco train app and confirm ticket apps uh, we've seen uh, how some of the uh, you know circuits on those uh, uh, you know there's the indian railways has uh, a few circuits where they run trains along with uh, you know itineraries which involve a hotel at certain stops and then mm-hmm. sightseeing some of these are actually religious circuits uh, you have the ayodhya circuit you have one in south where essentially you have uh, stopovers at certain uh, cities where there's prominent temples or, or places of pilgrimages um i think we want to expose that inventory also to our own users so we have uh, we've tied up with irctc to uh, also enable that on our platform soon um and i think on the uh, more evolved user side uh at this point you know we are uh, experimenting with a few partners to see whether uh you know our users actually want more of international packages or domestic packages i think we are very early in that journey i don't think we are uh we're even started yet in a big way um but uh, definitely i think the the nature of supply that we'll have to build here will be very different from how the first 100 million users uh look at these products right so if i am actually somebody living in chhansi but going to shirdi the first time with my family uh it's a very different kind of package i might be thinking about it could involve a train or a mm-hmm. bus it involve uh, a budget hotel or a dharmshala it could involve uh, just a temple darshan bundled in um you know and and i think the way we need to start thinking about some of these things especially with the audience that exigo has uh, you know when we have more than 70 million monthly active users very large part of that i mean if you look at the transactional split 90% of our transactions have a tier 2 or tier 3 leg uh, and the kind of user the kind of expectations that traveler has the kind of 
inventory that traveler is looking for the experience that they want to uh, uh you know have and it could be very basic it could be very value for money seeking uh sort of uh, uh inclination right and i think building for that is a is a unique challenge because just understanding that market we've been very deep in trying to understand these consumers and uh you know build the right experience mm-hmm. for them and i think that's where uh we're still very early in that journey but as we unpeel the onion so to say uh we will keep building for those deep use cases which may not necessarily be transactional even right because if you look at exigo you're probably the only ota that did not start out on any category within transactional use case but we were a utility right helping you find where the best flight fares are and then helping you find where your train is or whether your pnr will confirm uh, on buses side also initially just helping you find uh, all the bus schedules and routes right uh, over time we became transactional but the same approach if you apply to categories like uh, packages tours hotels there are enough pain areas to solve for for this audience and and we will be definitely spending a lot of time and energy in solving for those broken experiences uh in in their travel booking journey today mm-hmm. okay excellent um alok uh, when we are talking about diversification the last time we spoke you also told me about this independent hotel booking platform that exigo is developing uh i just needed a, you know an update on that and what's how's that faring and what prompted this strategic move yeah look i i think uh, uh, given our business became very large on the transportation side uh, we've crossed 10000 crores of annualized gtv uh, as we speak and we you know last year uh, crossed 500 crores of revenue so you know like uh, we've reached a scale of users as well where you have uh, you know 8 to 9 million downloads happening every month about 70 million plus monthly active users from that perspective uh, not offering accommodations ourselves didn't make any sense right uh, because our users mm-hmm. do expect us to be more full stack um, and if we are serving close to 8 million passengers every month uh, you know a large a uh, significant percentage of those will also look for accommodation right so um so the thought process was simple that if these people trust us already if they have our app already uh, there is no incremental acquisition cost to go and acquire these customers for any new category that we built out uh, but obviously we'll have to educate them that we also offer hotels now etc right so uh, that was the thought process um, we've taken some baby steps towards building it i think uh you know as and when we roll it out fully you know we'll make an announcement but uh, uh we are also humble enough to understand that this is uh this is a category that takes uh several years to play out uh, and build uh mm-hmm. in a big way uh, involves a lot of uh deeper on the ground relationships uh as well as uh you know as uh, i think a deeper sense of uh customer service post booking um you know so we are we are going to uh, ride that learning curve and and build it uh over the next uh, uh quarters or so and i think it's still very early to talk about it to be honest uh mm-hmm. but but we are very excited because again like i said uh we may end up discovering a very different customer need than what uh, the incumbents already serve because 
the nature of our audience the kind of experience they they look for in a hotel which could be a very basic uh, requirement of a clean room and a clean bed and uh, proximity to a railway station for example you know so i think some of those learnings and nuances will be very different for us um and uh, you know we are doing it with a lot of humility uh, given we are the uh, we're going to be probably the newest ot on the block when it comes to hotels so uh, there is still a lot for us to learn yeah and we'll be glad to find out what you uh, discover from your learnings um Alok Ixigo has been a pioneer in AI with the introduction of you know you introduced a chatbot as early as 2017 now right. you are also the first indian tech company with an officially listed plugin on chatgpt and of course now we've been hearing a lot of chatter about ai uh, how do you see the role of ai among ots in india evolving and uh, you know what can what can the users the end users expect from this collaboration yeah i mean uh, we've been extremely uh, excited about the developments uh, out there when it comes to uh, ai and large language models and i i think if you look at the last 15 years xiga has always been the first to lap up new technology and kind of uh, use it for use cases that change the lives of travelers whether it was how we started using machine learning back in 12 13 2012 where we uh did the pnr status prediction or running status prediction kind of use cases uh those were all data science led if you look at exigo assured our full refund guarantee program uh, which gives you a, a instant full refund again uh, you know the pricing of that is dynamic and ai driven tara our ai chatbot which we built in 2017 and presented at the focus right conference i think again uh, you know built grounds up with our own uh, models uh plan which is our most recent launch um it's a 3 month old product at this point um uh, I, th- i think the excitement for us is that look we believe that the current state of development and pace of development on ai has the potential to disrupt a lot of uh top of the funnel behavior right uh, over time um and simply because if you look at problems like trip planning the complexity of those problems uh you know did not allow them to be solved by any other way in the past right i mean all those rule based approaches of showing you which destinations you might like etc based on your prior behavior i mean none of those things actually worked trip planning is the biggest dead pool in travel globally uh with the largest number of startups who've tried um we've also had a first tab at it back at 2012-13 with Exigo Trip Planner, uh, which was a NLU based um, so natural language search. You could type in any large query and get results according to it. But the current state of AI and large language models, which we've used to build a plan, uh, and it's a hybrid of existing uh, tools out there as well as our own data and in-house built tools, essentially allows us to, uh, you know. make that experience a lot more personalized and a lot more uh, interactive in terms of how you plan the trip with plan so you could you could ask for a trip for a destination and then if you want to add something remove something um, add more information um like if you want to tell it that you want to you're traveling with your kids or you're traveling with uh with your parents you know and therefore 
something more senior citizen friendly um you know things where there you know you don't have to climb much you know so I, you could you could ask for those things you could ask for only those hotels which have children playgrounds or you know children play areas etc i mean all those things can be done in an interactive manner and it assimilates that information uh, uses a feedback feedback loop to kind of improve uh for the future and also it's able to do this in a interactive manner just like a human would do with you while planning your trip i think uh for the top of the funnel this is going to be uh you know revolutionary like i said and and whether our approach works or a, a tweaked version of that will work time will tell that uh but we've taken a first stab at it an early stab at it uh we are the only travel company from india that we know of that has uh official chat gpt plugin as well as a live use case now for 3 months uh we're seeing hundreds of thousands of itineraries being generated by plan already um and i think it's a very early start again so much to learn uh, every week we discover new ai tools and approaches to improve it even further hmm. uh, so you know watch this space so uh, you know ending with a watch this uh, space won't do um, alok you need to also give me an update about what's happening on the ipo front because you know with the uh, yatra ipo now out uh, you know it, uh, it launched last month all eyes are now on exigo and uh, is this the right time for you or are you still in wait and watch mode well first of all uh, you know uh, like our congratulations to dhruv and manish and the yatra team for it's the second time they've listed first time in the us second time in mm-hmm. india and i think uh, uh, it's it's always exciting to see uh, companies in your space actually uh, go public and get Uh, the kind of reception that they're seeing i think uh, uh, what is very interesting is that if you look at uh, online travel in india it's the sector which will have the most public listed companies it already does and then there are a couple more who, which are in the in the queue so to say um so I, i i think that's a sign of maturity in the sector that's a sign of uh, the fact that you know sustainable large businesses multiple sustainable large businesses have been built which are all profitable from what we see at this stage um you know who would have who would have predicted that 10 years ago right um right and and i think uh, uh i think for us you know like we've we've taken a conscious call last year given where the markets were at that we will focus on execution for a few more quarters before we look back at the public market so i think um uh, you know there's clear uh at least for this fiscal year there's a clear focus on just execution um and we will evaluate this uh you know next year at this point i don't really have a definite answer for this but uh if the markets are kind and if we actually keep doing well you know it should it should not be uh, uh it should not be years away okay so not this fiscal but perhaps next or the next right Uh, thank I, you so <laughs> i would know yeah. at this point but let's see okay 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 so it is uh, watch this space um yes. thank you alok for sharing your insights and the developments at exigo it's been a pleasure having you on the show thank you so much for having me on the show panel and uh, it was a pleasure <laughs> talking to you same here that wraps up 
another episode of the Skift India Travel Podcast. Stay tuned for more intriguing conversations with industry leaders and innovators. Don't forget to subscribe to us on our favorite listening app. Thank you very much. This has been the Skift India Travel Podcast. Thank you for listening.